Hey, everybody. It's time for 90 Day Soiree, the world's only 90 Day Fiancé podcast that requires you to wear a non-binary tuxedo. (laughs) My name is Todd. Hey, mid-brow. Maybe I shot a little high. I'm joined by Kristen. Hi. And Paula. Howdy. And Brandon. Hello. And maybe later, Keisha. We'll see. We're doing it live she right has now diarrhea. as you're listening to it. Yes, <laughs> she does have diarrhea. Unfortunate. Yeah, I, uh, I. If anybody ever shows up late for this podcast, it's because they have diarrhea. She wanted us to specifically say it was explosive diarrhea. <laughs> uh, very messy. So I'm glad that we've now we. If you average out the intro with this conversation, we are right in the middle. We're right in mid-brow. So tuxedos <laughs> and explosive diarrhea conversation. I missed your highbrow joke. What was it? Oh, I don't want to repeat it. It wasn't even good. Oh, I was, I was, I was messing with something technical, and then I, I heard the reference, and I was like, "Shit, just pretend, just nod, <laughs> just pretend, nod, like you, you, nod. you heard it." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Welcome to the show, guys. Well, here we are. Boop. Hey, so we're gonna talk about happily ever after. Should I summarize briefly this most Please recent do. episode? Oh, excellent. So brought to you by InternetMovieDatabase.com. Here we go. Happily ever after. This is episode 10 of season five. It's called Drawing the Line. Also not a quote. Mm. Hmm. I'm not even exactly, what is the line? I'm starting to get annoyed by the no quote titles. I have a good quote from this episode I thought would be a good title. What is it? It is from Sinjin. He said, ifs, buts, and coconuts. One of the best lines. Wouldn't that be a cool title? On the show ever. Yeah, that's a great title. Yeah. Ifs, buts, and coconuts. We're going to, he had a great night out. Let's, oh God, I know. He really enjoyed himself. Good for him. He deserves it. He needs, he needs to loosen up a little bit. Uh, so, all right. To summarize, Larissa faces her final court date. Elizabeth deals with the aftermath of Andre's blow up. Asuelu finally stands his ground. Colt worries his relationship is over. And Michael's family is concerned that Angela is not a suitable wife. Two seasons later. Come on. Dun, dun, dun. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. We're pretty deep into this at this point. Come on. That is... Also, maybe not a great quote, but if they wanted to like make a call to the episode, they could also call this episode Penis Warmer. When did they say Penis Warmer? Angela is talking to Michael and oh. she rattles off some some <laughs> marital aids that that she brought with her from the United States. And one of them is a penis. She just casually mentions the penis warmer. So I Googled it. What's a penis warmer? Okay. It's like pretty. A sock? Yeah. It's think tea cozy. <laughs> it's a tea cozy. <laughs> I'm I'm picturing one of those uh, Yankee Candle Company devices you plug into any old outlet and it heats up the uh, little candle mm-hmm. blob yes. and then you have a scent for hours. For Just like a human penis if you place it on a burner for hours. So it's kind of like those, uh, those coffee cup warmers from the 90s that like everybody had. Anybody yeah. else in their family have like one or two of those floating around the house? The weird coffee, like, because you want your cup of coffee to stay scalding hot for hours (laughs) and hours and hours, because that tastes good. That's a good taste. I bought one of those for us like two years ago, and it's still in the box. It's never been used. (laughs) It's never been used once. I was like, babe, look how great it is. It'll save us so much time. What Doing what? 
It didn't. You know, like, oh, my coffee's cold. I got to get more coffee. It's like, uh-uh. You should that get more coffee because that means the coffee's old. Cold <laughs> is old. <laughs> That's the rule. Happily ever after. Yeah. Well, take it away, Paula. Um. Okay. So I guess we're starting with Andre and Elizabeth. So, y'all, it's the next day after their fight, the Battle of the Eagles. Not Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> Battle of no, the Eagles. No, it's kind of a battle of eagles. It is. I get that. Is there a? Oh let's see God. here. Romania. I was flag. half expecting uh, Andre and Elizabeth's brother to like make out at the end. You know, like it didn't know if it was me, but there's like so much sexual tension between those each two. other. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Midbrow podcast. Midbrow. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um. Well, so the, the coat of arms of Romania does have an eagle on it. There you go. So okay, it could you. be the thank Battle you. of the Eagles. The yeah. Battle of the Eagles. Um, Wait, I'm yeah, sorry. It's... He's not what? Romanian. He's Moldovan. He's Moldovan. Oh. oh. There's probably an eagle in there, too. Look at me. I'm. So... But he speaks Romanian? He does, yes. So they speak Romanian Moldova along with Russian. Oh, the coat of arms of Moldova also has an eagle. Hey, you know what? The Mexican one also has an eagle. Are there eagles in all of them? Every flag? Do you, you th- are you asking if every flag on earth has an eagle on or it? Or every country has Total. a prominent eagle symbol. Some no. of them have a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no, what? A mosquito flag? Yeah, the new Mississippi State flag, and somebody messed up and they accidentally put a mosquito yes. on the flag. That Yeah, that was a I mistake. That's this. funny, though. It's amazing. That should Just be the Austin it. flag, too. Um. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's the day after the fight, and they're strolling around a a park. They're both pissed at each other, and Elizabeth's just like, "Hey, you need to apologize to my family. Like that was ridiculous." And he's just like, "No, blah blah blah." Well, because he didn't say it. It was the alcohol that said it. Yeah. Right. Right. The alcohol did. <laughs> the, the alcohol it's not forced his itself fault. into his body, and then spoke all these terrible things. It happens. Like, you guys remember what happened to Roseanne, right? Oh, all the pills that she took, and she, then she became racist? She took that Ambien, and it, like, you know, said all that racist shit. Yeah. Oh, she was on Ambien when she did it? So, basically, all of, uh, all of QAnon is on Ambien, is what you're saying. Yes. That actually explains a yes, lot. Yes, that actually mm-hmm. that explains a whole That's lot. That's not only, like, why it's insane, but also why they seem to, uh, uh, they have no accountability whatsoever yeah. for anything that they say. None at all. That's ambient. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, he's like, blame it on the alcohol. I'm pretty sure that's like a David Guetta song or something. Hey, do you, do you know how Ambien works? I have no, no clue. Okay, so Ambien is like, it's, I don't think it's like a sedative. Maybe it has some side effects that are sedative-like. But the reason why Ambien works is it simply makes you forget. It's a forget pill. Whoa. Oh. So you forget how late you stayed up and how you were tossing and turning in bed. And when you wake up the next morning, you think you had a full night's sleep. And so you feel great. But you didn't. You, but you didn't. Forgot it. You forgot it. Oh my it. God, that's but terrible. You it also will make forget you forget all the tweeting you did and all the texting you did. Yes, and as everything. a matter of fact. Oh God, no. That's my worst nightmare. Uh-huh. Nope. You should not be awake while <laughs> you need to like right as you go to bed, take an Ambien. Don't be awake while you're doing anything. Huh. Anyway, Andre and Elizabeth. So, you know, he's like, it's the alcohol's fault. It's your brother's fault. Whatever. It's not my fault. He just like, his apology is, all right, sorry. Sorry, Lib, which is the worst apology ever. So she's like, all right, you know, what if the tables were turned and I was t- 
talking the way you did to your family. And that made him like get it, right? So she's like, you have to apologize to my family. But he's a chicken, so he's like, well, you got to go talk to them first. So she does. She does. She goes to the Airbnb uh, where they're staying, like a really nice Airbnb. And did anyone else catch that? That the dad says, oh, we went to the project to Andre's the house. Project. And then we came to this part of town and we're like oh my god i thought i was in jacksonville Ooh, <laughs> uh, jacksonville yeah. Ooh. there's so much to deconstruct in in she his statement called it the project the projects like okay dude they're called housing projects because it's affordable housing it's like projects put together by the city right and it's to so just assume up. that like okay affordable housing is it, that's just the shorthand is going to be crappy right like yeah. Whatever yeah. your definition of crappy is, like that's just, and then, oh, it this this nice place. It reminded me of of Jacksonville, yeah. Which which is the worst place on earth. Let's 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 be clear. They're definitely like <laughs> every every yeah. I you're probably right. It, now is it just pandemic? Is it just temporary or no? Forever, just forever, There's and ever. Nothing good about Jacksonville. It has all the heat and humidity of Orlando without any of the charm. Okay. And none of the, okay. Well, charm is an interesting word to apply to Orlando. Yeah, I mean, come on. It I has Harry Potter fun, world, but like charming? Magic Parks, Kingdom. But... It's not called the Charming Kingdom. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> none of the magic of Orlando. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So Libby goes to talk. She's basically like, "Sorry about what happened," and the dad is like, "Look, if Andre doesn't apologize to me, I'm gonna pack my bags, I'm gonna leave, and I'm not gonna pay for the wedding." Good for so him. So boom. Boom, chicky, bow, bow. What do you guys think it must be like to have that kind of family stress going on during a wedding or right before a wedding? I, I don't know how you would even want to go through with it. Like no. knowing everybody is going to be pissed at each other. Yeah, that sucks. It's terrible. It's like one time at TGI Fridays. <laughs> go on. I found a ladybug in my salad and they were like, oh, that's lucky. That's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> And uh, they're like, we'll bring you a new one. And it's like, no, I, I just, I, I want to get out of here. This place <laughs> is full of bugs and kitsch. And like, what is this phone booth? What is all this stuff that you've collected from all over the world? <laughs> it's just everywhere. A weird wooden trike from the 1800s. Sorry, that's 90s TGI Fridays. The modern TGI Fridays is very classy. But you just want to get out of there. You're not going to enjoy your fried mac and cheese or your fried green beans or your fried pickles. Awesome blossom or your fried pickles. Fried potato skins. Fried potato skins. You're not going to enjoy any of that. You just got to got to go home. Chicken flippers. So, is Andre the ladybug? <laughs> and is is Libby's family the salad? <laughs> yeah. It's all that. It, it's just I don't see how you're going to go, like, why would you stick around and pay for all of this stuff? Yeah. Can you really enjoy it? No. No. Just, like, everybody's unhappy. There's, like, there's a shadow over the whole thing now. Everybody's just waiting for, like, Andre to blow up again. So. Yeah. Yeah, what's the point? they're, like, the entire wedding. Like, that's it for the guests, right? Like, maybe Andre's, like, three friends, but who else is going to this wedding? And everybody's doing this for Andre. Like. It's all for him mm-hmm. and his family. So can he just be th- grateful? 
if they do want to take this like as far as possible and just really like finish him, you know, like Street Fighter <laughs> style or Mortal Kombat <laughs> st- style, what I would do personally is I would be like, okay, cool, we're gonna go to the wedding, everything's cool, and then you wait until the toasts, like when everybody's giving a toast, Ooh. and you like hit your glass, like yeah, I'd like to make a toast to uh, the groom. Andre, uh, why'd you go to Ireland? (laughs) 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 And then just toss a match behind you as you walk out, and it's all in flames. That's just a suggestion for me of something they could do. (laughs) Yes, that would be amazing. So with that, Andre has to apologize, right? So he's like, hey, Chuck and Charlie, meet me at this war museum. What a cool museum. It was cool, but also like it is an odd setting for, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe he thought like, hey, we are a bunch of guys. Let's go. You know, maybe that's that was his thing. Like, it's kind of like a macho place to hang out, I guess. But kind of an odd pick for an apology. So, yeah. So they go meet there and you can tell Andre's nervous. For the first time. Yes. Like, like in the history awkward. of the show. <laughs> he's like kind of shaking a little bit and just like he looks like a kid. He probably doesn't care about Elizabeth's brother. It's the father. He probably feels a little bit bad about. Yes. Yeah, and the dad straight up is like, what happened last night, dude? Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You're like, tell me to pack my bags and get the fuck out. So they're talking, they're talking for a while, and you can tell that it's really hard for Andre to say sorry. It, also, also, it all becomes clear that, like, Andre could never work for his father-in-law. No. It would absolutely be a disaster. Yes. I think, like, the father-in-law was probably so happy that Andre said no. Yeah. Yeah, imagine having to be his boss. Like, and then Impossible. also be the thought, like, that's just, that's not good. That was pretty much it for them. I mean, it was just a bunch of painful, awkward conversations, and then we'll wait and see. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> much it. Yeah. Just a bunch of stupid, stupid stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the title of the episode. Bunch of stupid <laughs> stuff. Just a bunch of stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that did annoy me, though, was that Andre is like, all right, all right, like, I did this. But you, Charlie, like, you were antagonizing me or whatever. And the dad is like, no, 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 no. He didn't do anything wrong. It's all your fault. And a little, a little, like, Andrea was at fault, yes. But a little, tiny bit of fault to the brother, too. Yeah, that, that, like, their whole obsession with, like, we just want to learn about your past. No, dude, like, you have an agenda. That's not friendly conversation. That's not get to know you. That's, like, I'm going to, I want answers, right? Yeah, and it's like, who do you think you are that you have a right to that information? People no. have a right to share about information about themselves as they see fit. Yeah. And I'm sure, Andre, I, bet, I doubt Andre's even hiding anything. Yeah, it's, it's probably just the nothing. principle it's, of the matter. Yeah, he's it just he's just pissed on principle, and I agree. Well, that's it for them, but now we're trying this new game. Brandon, do you want to explain it? Yes. Today's game, We each round will be at the end of every segment, and it is called... You cast it. You cast it. For this round, Todd and Kristen will be going against one another. Here we go. And each one will have to cast a movie based on this relationship. Mm -hmm. You have to at least cast the main, the two main uh, characters. If you want to cast more, you can. Oh, I didn't. It didn't even occur to me. I was just thinking of the of the couple. You can just do the couple. That's fine. And um, this is a good one, though. Our job, we're supposed to have three panelists to judge. So hopefully, <laughs> Keisha and I aren't, or Paul and I aren't split. Kristen, why don't you go first? 
Um, I've got uh, for Elizabeth Scarlett Johansson. Mm. She's likable. Yeah, that's very likable. Funny. Yeah. For uh, to play the part of Andre, I've got Adam Driver. Ooh. Oh, okay. Now Adam Driver, would be like you're... very unlikable. Like SNL, like funny Adam Driver, or like serious. Oh wait, you're you're doing a repeat of what was that movie? Marriage Story. The Marriage Story. Oh, <laughs> oh no, have they already done this? Story. Okay, but <laughs> as Chuck, we've got Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. All right. Oh, All that's right. good. Yeah. I'm feeling it. And then. Uh, oh, that's so good. As the brother. Danny McBride. <laughs> sure. Danny McBride. That's great. Well, yeah, that's what we were brother. saying the other day. Yeah. He did something on the episode last week where I was like, oh my God. Elizabeth's brother's was. Debbie McBride. He was like, oh. when he was like, in America, we do what we want when we want. It was like. No, that was two weeks ago. This was something last week where I was like, that is Danny McBride. One final casting. Okay. Uh, as the waiter at the restaurant, Paul Rudd. Whoa. It's just kind of like he tries to pour wine <laughs> but gets shoved out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. There you good job. Go. And as the baby, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny now. I don't know if you've seen oh, him now. Man. He's pretty funny. Man, Kristen got like super bonus points. That's awesome. You win the game. No, like, no, no. It. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do, Todd, Todd, All right. what are you I, okay, I only have Andre and Elizabeth. That's fine. That's fine. So I'm thinking this is going to be like kind of a zany buddy cop kind of thing. Like not odd mm. couple, but like they. Uh, anyway, it'll make sense in a moment. Okay. Andre is Dolph Lundgren. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I don't know who that is. And that? that's the Russian guy from Rocky Four. Yeah. Just, you know, dye his hair darker. Give him kind of a scruffy beard. Right. Okay. Like uh, and oh. then uh, Libby is going to be played by Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going for <laughs> like a more like fun, yeah. Like they they're I just they're just kind of like a fun because like she's kind of like the goofy one and he's kind of like the very serious one all the time. But you see yeah. what you see what I'm doing? Yeah. I and like also, it. I'm going to rob all of the other casting decisions that Kristen made. So uh, we're going to have you know uh, Dean Norris, Hank Schrader. Uh, as as the father and um, but I, but also I would say um, Paul Rudd has to play all of the other characters. So Paul Rudd plays the brother, the waiter, the, all uh, uh, the Andre's entire family, right? <laughs> all of them. We'll just CGI like it. it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And not like in makeup and not doing voices. It's just straight up Paul Rudd playing himself, sitting in the chairs, doing the lines of the characters. These movies are too good. Um... I'm sorry, I have to go with Kristen. Yeah, I agree. That's a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, really good. It's just Adam Driver is so perfect. Made it. Yeah, I think so no. Serious. I, think, I think Adam Driver is like the perfect casting decision. Thank you. If anyone in Hollywood is listening, there you go. Hi, director. <laughs> <laughs> you notice how like every movie, every movie is cast by a woman named Allison Jones. Like, look at the credits. What? It is always casting by, and I think TV too. It seems like there's one casting agent in all of Hollywood, and it's this that's person. Probably the Allison name Jones. of her firm, I would guess. Oh, that actually that's less interesting and more realistic. <laughs> Bala, who's next? <laughs> all right, Colt and Larissa. No, I'm sorry, Colt and Jess and Debbie. 
quick recap, and then we can talk about him. So, Colt tells us that he got woken up at 3 a.m. by Jess pounding on the door and by a male voice. But it turns out it was hotel security. And she was really drunk, so he gets a separate room. And then the morning after, he's going back to Jess's room to, like, see what the fuck happened. Um, She opens the door, and she looks so hungover. And they're talking. And, y'all, he doesn't apologize once for his fault in the whole matter. He's like, you're acting like Larissa. You threw your shoes at me, which, yes, she did. She did overreact a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I'm not defending him. But, like, what what did he... What exactly did he he do? He lied. He lied and got caught. I'm not defending him. <laughs> but did he actually like make up the text? Because they talk about these these screenshots of text messages. And it's sort of like, mm-hmm. I think in the last episode we were talking about how like, did he fake it or like how easy it would be to fake that stuff? Do we think he actually produced fake screenshots or did he just like reconnect with Vanessa later on? Well, it doesn't matter. Like he sent screenshots to be like, here, Jess, it's over. But it wasn't, right? So that makes it worse. I yeah, think. The, the dishonesty. I think it's it's hard. I mean, if he, unless he was just being super cheap, you know, he he intended to stay friends with somebody. You can't just lie to your significant other. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think Jess's reaction was right either. Like, it was a lot, but he knows what fault he caused it. They were going to dinner, and then he got caught in this lie. How in the world are they back together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. How they're back together? What? After that kind of fight, like, is is Colt a wizard? <laughs> he okay. Colt's like weird, incredible confidence thing gets him out of so many jams. Mm-hmm. Back in the day with Larissa, at one point he was put in handcuffs. Remember the story being told, like many seasons ago. Right. I think it was like the second domestic violence call. He was put in handcuffs. He talked his way out of it, and then they arrested Larissa. So this guy has some kind of like confidence oh, mind control like, just give me five minutes yeah that's all he'll, he needs yeah he'll, he'll talk his way there. out of anything yeah so long story short they're back together and <laughs> y'all debbie's face when she sees jess coming into the lobby with cold she's just like and she says oh wow okay you're here or something like that she's surprised it was really funny so then jess is going with them to the airport they get in the car they're like making out and super and like cheesy and debbie's like all right we're gonna talk about what happened come on and she's just essentially like that wasn't cool it's not okay which it was it wasn't and she's defending cold you know how cold has a right to have a girl friend like a friend who's a girl which she's right jess is just like vanessa's a bitch which is totally uncalled for it's just a mess but they're back together in the airport they're making out they're saying they're each other's loves of their lives. And the mom is like, yeah, please don't get, please don't propose. Please don't propose. Yeah. yeah. yeah Debbie's like, please don't propose. Please don't propose. What do you guys think Debbie should do at this point? Move out. Just move out. Like, let him deal on his own because she seems perfectly independent for the time being. And she's not happy being around him and having to deal with all of this stuff. He is like, there's some kind of weird crutch relationship thing going on between him him and his mom he needs to figure himself out and you know what let him move to brazil so what let him do it he clearly likes toxic relationships because he was already in a marriage where he stuff was thrown at him it was crazy this happens instead of him being like oh wow i'm going 
down the same path, he's like, oh, I love you so much. Let's get back together. You guys don't think so, Debbie's going to uh, just try another scheme? I mean, like the face that she made, it reminded me of, you know, when like the coyote realizes the roadrunner like got through the trap that it laid. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like <laughs> just anger that the scheme didn't work. She's going to keep trying over and over and over. She will never leave Colt. He even says at one point, right? He's like, this reminds me of Larissa. Like you running away from me last night reminds me of Larissa. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there's all these things that are reminding him of Larissa almost as if it's a preview of what's to come for the rest of his life if he partners up with this person. Yeah. And it's that's kind of what Debbie is saying, right? She's like, hey, this is already happening. This is not going to change. So what are you doing? You could also say your parents probably know you better than anybody else. Once you move out of their house when you're, what, 18 years old, 19 years old, usually. But how old is he? He's He's been living with his mom for like 35 years. He's like she 35. Knows him. <laughs> she knows him really well. Yeah, she knows everything about him. So maybe she does know. Maybe he should like trust her judgment a little bit, even though it's like he needs to be more independent. And he's clearly it's bothering the women that he's dating that he's so close with his mom and that they're gonna have her as their roommate. I mean, wouldn't you be bothered? I think so, but I I think the right person would probably be able to figure out how to find a solution to that. Yeah, you know, in like in a nice way, like, hey, sure, like I let's set boundaries and let's like. Jess is not even trying to build a relationship with Debbie. She's so rude to her. She's so rude to Debbie, and Debbie is crazy too. But at no point, Jess is like, "Hey, Debbie, I'm so sorry about last night. I'm so ashamed," or something. Nothing. No. So she's not putting any effort. So that's not not going to work. He shouldn't be trying to find somebody who's compatible with him and his mom. No. But he needs to find somebody who, I don't know, at least like respects this relationship that he has. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You can't just yeah. enter into something and be like, all right, kick her out. I'm going to stick my finger in her face and like yell at her and make fun of her and scream at her. Bye. Like yeah. that, that's, I don't think that that's, no. there's holidays and birthdays and all kinds of milestones you're going to have to see his mom for. She's not going to go away. I mean, you marry the family. Yeah. Like, whether you like it or not, you marry the family. True. So. And also, was there any like attempt to get to know her? No. I don't know if there was. Like at least like get to know somebody for a little bit before you decide to treat them like absolute garbage this guy likes toxic relationships and is debbie allowed to be friends with vanessa and is is debbie kind of hanging on to it because she's either a uh she wants to like have a wedge Mm -hmm. or b she really wants vanessa and colt to get together because she likes vanessa yeah what are the motives there's got to be a little bit of one or both of those things happening in addition to debbie being friends with her i think she sees something she sees some red flags and she's just, I don't think she wants to have to deal with that again. She already dealt with, 
with a lot of stuff, right? With Larissa. I mean, imagine it's kind of like, what did Carmen do with Larissa when she saw that happening? And she was like, all right, you're out of here. See you later. Speaking of terrible, toxic relationships, I guess Larissa and Eric are back together. Yeah. You what know, God, I, I guess there's hope for everyone. I, you know, like, can we talk about the, I don't the know breakfast they work that he out. made? I think the like, okay. Them getting back together is definitely what the fuck, but the breakfast he made is so much worse. Why? What was the broccoli? There was so there was a Costco. I I saw the Kirkland signature logo. Uh-huh. There was a Costco size bag of broccoli. I've bought that bag of broccoli before, and I regretted it. That's too much broccoli. TMB. It's way too much. You need <laughs> you need like several like foster children. Also, broccoli for breakfast? (laughs) That's what we were wondering. So he's cracking eggs. He's cracking eggs. He has a giant Costco block of cheddar cheese. So he's making eggs with broccoli? So when we saw this spread, he's cracking the eggs. uh, And Chris was like, what is he like? What is this he's making? And we kind of like paused around like eggs. Oh, he must be making some weird omelet. Because like I've seen broccoli in in omelets, it's not a true. It's not. I mean, you, that's a risky move. It's wrong. Yeah. Broccoli in an omelet it's is wrong, a risky yeah. move. But then how you punish someone later. Yeah. <laughs> later, he serves up like. Did you notice the bowls in front of the two of them when they move to the table? There's like a bowl with a fork sticking in it in front of her, and I guess he's got one as well. And it's basic. It's scrambled eggs. He made cheesy scrambled eggs with broccoli and something else, maybe like radishes. I don't like this guy doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and he even makes a comment: "You only had one bite." <laughs> <laughs> she knew she knew what that was that was a punishment scramble was. she was not gonna fall for it <laughs> she was like hell no i'm gonna go to mcdonald's and get a big breakfast with a extra hash brown and the fake orange juice i'm not gonna eat your punishment scramble <laughs> yeah right who eats broccoli imagine- for breakfast he opened up his fridge and there were two things inside of it no way do you can you imagine the gas Coming out of those two people later that day. <laughs> so like, <laughs> not good. I was just so confused and lost when they like made up. Yeah. And then the I love yous to each oh. other. Oh my God. It sounded like what I think it would sound like if like Alien and Predator said I love you to one another. That's how natural <laughs> and believable it was to hear that. Good grief. It's Keisha. Oh, hello. Hey, Keisha. How's your diarrhea? <sighs> it was fantastic. Are your legs asleep? <laughs> you know what? It, I don't know if it goes to sleep because I'm like leaning on it or because I poop with my like on my tippy toes. Do you guys poop on your Excuse me? <laughs> Do you have a squatter putty? <laughs> That's what we call it. Yeah, that's what you Maybe that's what your body's telling you. Oh, shit. Do you not have a squatty potty, Keisha? I know oh one my. in every bathroom. We have one in every I single don't. bathroom, including the guest room, just in case I find myself in there and I'm not sure why. Do those Airbnb guests have sex on it that one night? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Maybe. Probably. Oh, probably. You guys have the fancy ones too. Isn't it like made of like plexiglass or something? The, the one downstairs that the public sees is fancy. The ones upstairs <laughs> are straight the $20 plastic one. Is it monogrammed? Tell me more about a fancy <laughs> squatty potty. Damn. Oh, yeah. It's like made out of, like I don't know, solid glass. glass. Like glass. Why? It's like crystal. It's like made because it, it, it looks nice. It like blends. Because why not? Yeah, it, it, it is looks nice. nice. 
And you, you have to have one. There's no way you shouldn't. There, no person should not have a squatty potty. I should get is, one. I was at Brandon and Paula's the other night, and I went to the bathroom, and they had just a regular squatty potty. It was quite embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it can't be worse than our house. We only bought the we bought the Walmart knockoff. It's just called take a shit. It's called it's called the shit stool. The shit stool. <laughs> How dare you! Squatty Potty's so great. Haven't you seen their unicorn commercials? Yeah. Well, we used to we used to have one, That's and at, at the old house. And what happened to it? I think I think it felt like one of those things that you shouldn't take with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's one of those things that you just leave <laughs> or throw away. You don't bring it. That's fair. It's, so yeah, it's a one house. It, this is not a multiple house, house device. <laughs> if you bought a house and it came with the Squatty Potty, would you keep it? No. Absolutely no, not. No, no. I mean, you could power wash it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that thing's going in the garbage. I find it strange, Keisha, that you were, uh, you've you been busy this whole time with you know the massive diarrhea and it's only eight. I thought everybody went poop in the middle of the night. Yeah, did, yeah and how many ghosts well, did you see? While they were sleeping. Oh. In the last hour. Yeah. Wake up from your sleep, yes, to go poop. Hey, so Keisha, you, you and I are supposed yeah. to play a game of you cast it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Are, oh, are you? I'm ready. You oh, let's do it. All right. Okay. So, uh, in round two of You Cast It, uh, we have Keisha versus Todd. Keisha, what do you got? All right. So, for for Colt, I picked James Corden. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's that's good. <laughs> for Debbie, um, I went all in with Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> also good oh, I can see it and then for Jess which I thought could be interesting is uh, I think her, it's pronounced Isla Fisher yes that's who I had really yeah, well I was gonna one. sub in for you because you weren't here I was yes. gonna do um, Isla Fisher and uh, Kevin James <laughs> <laughs> oh that's such a good but I thought Jess. about James that Corden such a mm-hmm. good Jess mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. oh she kind of it's like the same like wedding crash. Yeah, kind of like the yeah, character yeah. In wedding crash. Literally, like the crazy redhead. Oh, is, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, she's like sex crazed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is sex crazed too. Yes. Yeah. That's about so that. good. all right, Todd. Okay, look. So, I, I, Keisha, I don't want to whitewash Hollywood. So, oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, all right, Larissa. Uh, we'll 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 start with Jess. Jess, America Ferrera. Put, put big glasses on her, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Think, think like um, she was ugly Betty, right? I love her. Yeah, yeah. Think like okay, and it'll give her a chance to like diversify, yeah. like do something a little exactly. bit different. Okay, so Jess is America right. Ferrera. She's always like the relatable, like smart girl. Yeah, exactly. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larissa is obviously Sophia Vergara. Obvious. Obviously. Really? Obviously. Oh, no, Larissa wishes. Obviously. But okay. Obviously, okay. It has to be. Debbie is Anne Ramsey. Does anybody know that reference? Anne Ramsey Ramsey? played Mama in Throw Mama from the Train. What? Oh, Oh, shit. Was she also in Goonies? She was Goonies. She's she's the mean old lady in Goonies. She's good. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, man. That's a good one. And here we go. She even has the scowl and everything, too. (laughs) Yeah. Now, now for Colt. For Colt, you you got to put on your imagination hat, okay? I want you to think of the most 
body transforming actor of today. Are you go with Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Christian oh, Bale. Oh, Absolutely. Yes, it would be wow. 100%. Okay. Like Vice Squared Christian Bale. <laughs> Green Light. Oh, maybe is that a better name for this this segment? Green Light it. Uh, green, green light. light. <laughs> that's it. That's I it for like me. I feel like Cold would approve that. He would be like, yeah. Well, because yeah. he'd be thinking Batman. But, like, but, but, we'd, but he'd be Vice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right? He's, he's Vice Christian Bale, not Batman Christian Bale, and certainly not Machinist Christian Bale. It's crazy. You know, he went from, I think, American Psycho mm-hmm. um, to Machinist. Mm-hmm. So American Psycho, super built, mm-hmm. like super buff, to Machinist where he was like- Which is genuinely disturbing. 80 pounds. Maybe he was like 105, but I mean, he's like 6'3 yeah. or so. He's he is like, high. it is skin stretched over bone. It's really uncomfortable to look at. Yeah, it's crazy. And then he went from Machinist to Batman Begins. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know. Super buff. Like constant stress. Yeah. Um, Can I nominate Selma Hayek for Larissa? Ooh, Selma Hayek. I feel like that could be a good one with the makeup and the crazy hair and like the yeah, yeah. I can see that yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right these are pretty close can any of you guys like give me an idea of where you're going with the story what genre uh I want like a like a documentary style like a Blair Witch Project with James Corden <laughs> he is a very talented actor he has so much opportunity <laughs> to act he can sing a drama. he can cry <laughs> <laughs> Why are you underestimating? He is like a Tony Award winning actor. We're talking about the chubby guy from Into the Woods? Oh, yeah, that is him. <laughs> okay, so Blair Witch style, got it. Todd, what are you thinking for yours? Okay, so just, just to remind everybody, we're talking um, America Ferreira, uh, Sofia Vergara, Anne Ramsey, who's who's the crazy mean old lady in Goonies and Throw Mama from the Train. If <laughs> she's still alive. If she, who knows? And uh, she's not. I'm sorry. I just I looked at the IMDb page. She's not. Um, and Christian Bale, <laughs> a body transforming Christian Bale. I want gritty reboot. Ooh. Just real, like kind of dark. And and I'd also I'm going to go so far as to say it's going to be uh, America and Sophia's first like disturbing roles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like unsettling. What are what are they doing? I think like you know us. Think, um, get out, but like gritty reboot style. <laughs> oh uh, Colt Larissa, Jess Debbie. I'm kind of into- I'm kind of curious now. I kind of want to see this. Who did Moon? I think the director of Moon should do it. Oh, oh, well, he. Wait a second. No, he blew the last. <laughs> forget it. No, I liked Moon. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're not doing. All right. I, I think. Uh, I think I have to go with uh, with Todd. God. What do you think, uh, Kristen? Um, I'm gonna go with Keisha. Oh, wow. we'll talk later. Paula, tiebreaker. We'll twist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Todd. Yes. I did it. Sorry, Keish. Well All right. So that's one win for Todd. One win for If, if it makes you feel any better, I really stunk up the last one. <laughs> All right. We were talking about Larissa, right? Yeah. How great was it that her case was dismissed? Oh, All yeah, I could think was, was uh, you go, Glenn Coco. Like, Finally. I, so much. How much of a relief do you think that is? It well, it is. But she also the immediate follow up was like, okay, well, could this still affect my immigration status? And the the lawyer was like, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. All they have to do is ask to have the records unsealed, which of course they would. Yeah. So Dang. it's kind of like, well, cool, I guess. Which I mean, 
we have to note that now she has no job. She's not married. So, I mean, she's kind of there here illegally. No, she she got her green card. Okay, but it expires. No, permanent resident. Yeah, but you only get a two-year when you start out. Oh, really? You get a two-year, and then you get a, a 18-month extension when you apply to extend it. Huh. And then you get a 10-year if and they approve then, it. If they approve it. Mm. And then after, I think, four years of being a resident, you can apply to be a citizen? Three years if it's years. through marriage, five years if it's through employment or however else. Mm. But yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I'm asking, though, because I just remember what kind of stress it was, you know? But uh, well, that's I, didn't why re- I didn't catch that, like that it's, it's still a problem. So yeah. I guess it doesn't make you feel that much better. I bet you that's why she's forgiving Eric. I bet you she went back to her room. And she's like calculating her chances of like, all right, what am I going to do? You know, she needs a man. She needs to get married again in order to stay. Period. Yeah, she had to update her yarn map of citizenship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, what? <laughs> who do I go to? Who is Pepe? I think her best shot right now is the lawyer. No, he's married. <gasps> he's married. They're setting that up. No, no, no. They, 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 yeah. they previewed this years ago. They're set. This is a No. Long con. He's gonna show up next season. Suddenly, long con. I think her best shot is the the roommate bucket because <laughs> he keeps getting Dude, involved. She hates him. Obviously, hates him so. But not much. after not after he smells all of her broccoli and egg farts <laughs> later that day for the breakfast. There's no way. God, there was. So, so do you think the roommate? Do you think Eric put that on his like Craigslist application when he was looking for a new roommate? Live like, with a star. Reality show girlfriend. Uh, hold on. Did you guys talk about the line that she did about like, oh, um, I'm going to call the police because you stole my heart. Yeah, oh, that was so <laughs> oh my good. God. Oh, God. That was so good. <laughs> there was also like like a beat where it was like, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> Pause. And then and I, it gets really like, awkward for a moment because you stole my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Like eight hours ago, they were cussing at each other and... You just got to make breakfast for a girl. And I think apparently that's all you need. Then you're good. <laughs> very, very low bar. <sighs> Scrambled eggs with broccoli. There's a shit ton of broccoli. everything's forgiven. And tomatoes. He put like a whole tomato in there. Ugh. I paid those. Kristen, yeah. what, do you think the, what do you think the future holds for Eric and Larissa? I think a lot more fights. He gets real sassy in the fights too. Girl. Girl, this, I know. Oh. He did he start saying, calling girl? her a woman. He started calling her a woman. Did you notice in this oh, episode? God. He said, oh. oh, thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah. I say girl. Should I not say girl? Do not say Is girl. Is that the meaning? And not unless you're talking about a little girl. It's true. I'm like, girl, you don't know that. That's not good. No. I say that. In, in his head, he says that. <laughs> no, it's mostly online. I don't think I say that in real, like, in, like we're like with people. Like with human. The one word you dis the one thing you do say that I hate and I've told you and I need everyone to back me up. No. Sweetheart. No. You like don't Paul, like that? Dude, Paul says sweetheart. He Paul no. says sweetie. And that drives Wait, what's me wrong insane. what's wrong with sweetheart? I don't like sweetheart. I think it's condescending just like condescending. It's okay, sweetheart. I think it's because I think you and Paula know you have like a lot of gay friends and they're like, sweetie. <laughs> and that when someone calls I'll you see. sweetie, that is not a good thing. Not good. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't have a reason. I just don't like sweetheart. Huh. All right. Well, uh, Larissa, this is uh, a so train So no wreck. ma'am, um, no sweetheart. Got it. <laughs> 
Sorry, Don. <laughs> what about pumpkin? <laughs> can you call somebody pumpkin? I like pumpkin. My mom calls me pumpkin. Broad. Can we bring back Hell broad? Yeah. I like broad. Hey, Check out all the broads. <laughs> She's a real classy broad. <laughs> yeah, I am. God damn it. I like that. I love it. Bring it back. Do I need to go to a nursing home to get all the broads? <laughs> get some of that. Can't get into any of those right now. It's such a it's so like pejorative now though. It's always like, look at all these broads. You know, it's it's never like, oh, I, I like I like a broad. <laughs> She's a fine broad. <laughs> what a nice broad. It's always like, ah, what a broad. All right. Uh, next couple. Angela and Michael. They're a disaster. <laughs> I love the first thing on your notes, Paula, which is this, the Louis Vuitton steering wheel cover. <laughs> <laughs> when so I saw that, funny. I'm like, obviously not real, but go on. <laughs> it was just so funny. Yeah, he uh, has that cover. So okay. I guess in Nigeria, you go to the to marriage counseling. Like by law, you have to go to marriage counseling. So which that is not a bad. It's idea. a great idea. No, I think it's a great idea. They decide if you are good to get married. In fact, I I think like 90 Day Fiance should send every couple. To Nigeria. To this, those, to take yeah, this they were compatibility good. I like them. Yeah, they had good questions. She was like, how'd you meet? There are a lot of women on the internet. Why her? <laughs> I didn't, I guess yep. I didn't know or I didn't remember that he, the way they met was he added her on Facebook. And then, well, remember when then they asked her, they asked him like, why, what made you do that? And what did he say? He said something like, something just told me to add her on Facebook. <laughs> so, um. Back to Angela and Michael. Uh, I gotta say, <laughs> I like this consultant lady. Me too. Do you think she works with people who are already married? You mean the lady like the government office that that approves marriages? That one? Yeah, the one that we saw in Nigeria that was like, you gotta p- make sure you're pleasing your husband. Total submission. Have the food ready. Yeah, make the food. Oh, make the bed. Yeah, so it was like, you need to make sure you keep him pleased. Yeah, absolutely not. She's over all of that. She's not making another meal ever. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me to do something because mm-hmm. then I won't do oh, it. Yeah, I get it too. I, I yeah, was just absolutely. texting Brandon and Paula before this this whole thing. <laughs> You're going to talk about it. Because I'm fucking pissed right now. So my, my boyfriend. I don't know. I don't know how to help you. My I, boyfriend I just moved in with me and Ooh. I'm obviously super busy with work and he's not working nearly as much as I am. But what happens is he's bored. And so he has... No other thing to do but to keep tabs of what chores I'm doing and what chores he's doing. Oh, scorecard. And he keeps like, oh, well, I did this more than you did today. That and I'm I like, I, f- I did 10 dishes and you did 11. <laughs> fucking murder. Do you need a chore chart with that's, stickers? Dude, that's what I'm going to do. And he's like, I didn't think we were going to get to that point. I was like, we are at that point when you list down everything you do on a fucking daily basis. Yeah, he brought you to that point. Yes, so we're going to have stickers. We're yeah. going to have a little magnet thing that you move to the side if it's actually done or maybe halfway if it's only 50% done. Ooh. Yeah, and what's the point of bringing it up to make you feel shitty? That's what like, I said. And he's like, well, the thought was that maybe you would eventually realize that I'm doing so much so that you can, you uh, can, so that you can, you can carry, like you can help and, and carry your work. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Keisha. I was like, listen, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what you thought before you got here. Like you thought shit was just hanging out everywhere. Dishes never got done. And even if it didn't get done, it's fine. (laughs) It will eventually get done. Here's a suggestion. In the morning, tell them that you're sorry and that you want to make this work 
and uh, make him a punishment scramble. Find the biggest bag of broccoli you can. Bring, and serve bring it out that bag of broccoli and just say like, you can't leave the table until you finish your reward. And then there you go. Anytime you get into a fighter who says, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you say, you didn't eat the delicious <laughs> breakfast I made for you from scratch and it really hurt me. I made I spent so much time making you breakfast and you didn't even eat it. You're like 12 you use that every 12 time. pounds of broccoli um, is not easy. I to made cook. breakfast broccoli for the past 7 days and you haven't made any breakfast broccoli. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but that's the kind of problems that I want to see these couples have. Like I want to see them deal with who's going to pick up the dog shit. And who's going to do dishes? Like, the other problems are fine. See, this is why I'm glad you guys moved in. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. This is why we, we'll find out now. We won't have to, like, you know, waste three or four years. Oh, I know. You know, of your life. You keep saying we. I know. I was like, are y'all here? You guys are living with us. The audience, you know. <laughs> Back to, like, Angela and Michael. Like, I don't know. Anyone in Nigeria does not realize that the more you tell Angela to do something, she's not going to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just on principle. Try, it's like me telling you to watch Lost. Try other methods. I will never watch Lost. Just, <laughs> just try something else. Angela also realizes she just doesn't have to. Yeah. That's true. She doesn't have to. She, she knows she can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to do what she doesn't want to do, and she owns it. I admire it. I'm a fan, and she's always like, "God, Absolutely. I wish, I wish I had the capital to have hired a camera crew for when Keisha and what's his name moved in together." But like, you could see how, like, if you had a camera crew documenting this, it would make you both oh! look crazy and ridiculous. Oh, yeah. and don't get me wrong; I would totally up the performance. <laughs> like, there would be crying. Just, I would go, and then I, I don't know, man. Like, and that's when the other thing too I was thinking about actually is like the morning after when Larissa and Eric got into a fight. Did you see how like made up Larissa was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like full on. I'm like, is this breakfast? Are you guys at dinner? Why are you so made up? But like, that's totally because of all the cameras. So yeah, if there was a camera crew here, man, I'd look so good. And I'd be crying all the time. I'd throw my shoes. I'd do all of that. I get it. Yeah, it's, it's a camera effect. And then you would be like, oh yeah, let's roll the tape. <laughs> See know, what you right? said. I would do that 100%. You don't remember? Let's watch the tapes. <laughs> It was actually a company idea I had, but I, we couldn't get around privacy laws or, you, you know, wiretapping yeah. laws in the United States. It'd be an app that automatically starts recording whenever it hears you fighting. Oh, that's amazing. And then, like, nerds would catalog it so you could search for terms Keywords. and transcribe. Keyword search. It's like, fight about dishes. And then yeah, all of your fights dishes, about dishes. Blah, and then blah. come up and be like, you see Dude, here? that's amazing. That's a great idea. Yeah, but it would violate so many laws. But then just get people to sign a consent form. Just check the box in the beginning when they download the app. You can't consent, though, for somebody else that doesn't know they're being recorded. That's the thing. That's true. We'll figure it out. Anyways. To the government, I guess. Angela and Michael. So, yeah, they go to this counselor and Angela is just like. The best counselor ever. Yeah. Angela's just nodding and agreeing to everything. Just like, "Mm mm-hmm. And as soon as they leave, Angela's like, you know that's not how it's going to go, right? Like, you know And this is like the (laughs) 50th time on on this show that she said this to him. The consistent message. Angela has said it since day one. One of them has been clear about their feelings and about their expectations. The other one seems to say whatever he thinks whoever else he's around wants to yeah. hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And Bicecake. And he's busted. This episode, he is totally busted. Finally busted. Yes, yes. Because we see them go hang out with his aunt. They're talking. Mm -hmm. She's asking about the counseling. Angela notices that, I don't know if maybe she's catching on like the language or what, but she can tell that he's telling the the aunt, oh yeah, no, she's going to be submissive. Oh yeah. And then she's saying something completely different to Angela. Mm -hmm. So she calls his bluff. Damn. She's like, wait, 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 what, what, no. What are Mm -hmm. you telling him? What did he tell Mm -hmm. you? It's like, good for you, Angela. Yeah. Learn the key words. Learn what's submissive, <laughs> like yeah, obedient. Right. Like what are all these words? And like dishes. Yeah, dish, pick up poop. Learn all those words. So here's, here's the sales pitch to Michael. Here's the sales pitch. <laughs> hey, Michael, you're going to marry a woman twice your age who can't have children, which you desperately want. She will not let you have a surrogate. She will not let you marry multiple people, which is your culture's way of dealing with situations like this. You will be forced to move to a small town in rural Georgia as a black immigrant, and this woman will make you do all of the housework. Are you in? That's the pitch. You want in? Yeah. That's what's in it for you. Sounds great, right? Which, by the way, she's been 100% clear with that. Oh, yeah. There's no trick. Yeah. There's no yeah. trick. She has she has been pitching him that since day one. She's even thrown cake yep. in his face during the times <laughs> where he seems to not be understanding mm-hmm. her. Like, what do you think Michael sees in Angela? Great question. Wop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I the thing, I do think... <laughs> Is W A P or WAP? Is it WAP? I think it's is it WAP. I haven't hung out with the teens in a while. We have a friend. She's from the same city Paula's from, Monterey, Mexico, and she's crazy. And she's married to a conservative Michigan Republican financial advisor, like the kind of guy you would think would be married to like the most boring person in the world. But he's just so enamored with how wild and uncontrollable she is it's like a, She's a wild a stallion in you know in in, in where stallions from <laughs> for the i don't wild. know the wild the <laughs> wild like a clydesdale yeah and like no no that, see that's not wild that's not wild enough there's like no and it's crazy because like i can't see him with anybody else like as much as he she may embarrass him at like work dinners he, There's something about that. He loves it. That she kind of loves. Kind of like the same thing with Kalani. Except with her, it's like, mmm, that big baby. I just want him to. I just want to be know, his diaper. Inside me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm alone? So. Okay. No. It's <laughs> just me? I see it. I see it. So I think that's, to me, that's, that's, what, that's what it could be. Because I don't want to. I don't want to think that Michael's just in it to get into the United States. I don't. I don't think you could put yourself through you that. Think it, I would think that after the third cake thrown in his face, he would be like, "Is this worth it?" Just without. But love? he like loves her. I wasn't sure. I was kind yeah. of eh before, but I definitely think he's like super into her. And the moments when he's really sweet and she's sweet to him, and there it's usually right before they have sex. <laughs> Wonder why, but. <laughs> Those moments are really the, I think, the cornerstone of their relationship. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just the sex. Maybe. I don't know, man. But I that was a question. I was watching, I was re-watching the episode this, today right before, and I was like, is this, 
like what is the appeal between these two and the only thing i could i could think of was that she was not like other girl other women in nigeria and there's just something like she scares me but i like it (laughs) well put yeah well put so essentially the way we leave them is she realizes michael's bluffing and the and it's like, uh, you know, Angela, I don't think I can approve of this relationship because you're not submissive or whatever. And Angela's like, the wedding's off. What would you have done if you were in Angela's situation where you have a family member disapproving of the marriage? And it's kind of like, well, what, what am I, what do you, what are you going to do? Well, I don't think storming off is the best. No. I mean, like, don't you, you wouldn't feel like you have to stand up to yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, but you can stand up with your words, right? You can be like, okay. I think at some point you have to just stand up and say, look, we love each other. That's what matters. I'm sorry Yeah. you don't approve, but, you know, sorry, not sorry. Right. That's what I'm saying. You can say that without, like, being like, all right, fuck you, Michael, bye. She clearly yeah. I mean, wants, I feel like that's yeah, what she, she communicated. She wants him to say that. She wants him yeah. to say, okay, thanks, family. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Yeah, it's true. She's pretty yep. clear about that. She, I think she even said that in this episode. Like, who cares what your family thinks? I don't know how close you guys are to your families, but like, would have cha- would it have changed anything in your relationships if someone that was important, like a, a prominent member of your family, disapproved of your like marriage? I no, mean, I assume Paula's father disapproved, and it <laughs> doesn't seem to have affected her. That's not You're true. like, I keep you still paying for it. Blessing. He accepted it. That was different. Brandon, my family welcomes you with open arms every time. They do. They're great. They treat you great. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Like, I'm really close to my family too, and. I love them and I love hanging out with them. So it would suck to have someone that they don't like. Yeah. As a husband. Keisha, did we talk on this podcast last week how you, you dated somebody who hated, whose mother hated you? Oh, yeah. There's a few of them. Yep. Oh, okay. this was the, this was the starter girlfriend we won't situation, right? Yeah, I, I, was a good, I was a good enough starter girlfriend for him. That's what his mom said. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, I think it would be important, right? But I also do think that it, it makes a difference on how the person, like my partner, takes the whole situation, right? Like if they're kind of like understanding of it and realize that it's a challenge that we have to face together, mm-hmm. then I think that kind of feels more of like a us against them versus my family yeah. versus you. Mm. Also at this point, like Michael, Angela, she's asked for the mom's blessing. She bought her pizza. She did the engagement dinner with them. True. Like done a lot yeah, of things. So for the- aunt to come days before the wedding and be like i don't approve it's like come on man what what else do you want from me that's bullshit so i would hope that michael seeing that would be like hey she's done everything you've asked like back off what else do you want yeah the the aunt though does raise a really good point which i hope michael is going to think hard about when when she kind of like leaves we we leave them in this episode with her saying this is how she behaves in your country in front of me. Mm-hmm. What's she going to be like when you're in the U.S. and you're all alone? I mean, That's a really good out. point. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So to be continued. That's true. To be continued. But <laughs> until we move on, we have another round of the game whose name I already Greenlight. forgot. We're calling it Greenlight now. We're going to change the name Greenstream. And in this round, we have Paula versus Kristen. Paula, you go first. So for Angela, 
Everyone has seen Bridget Jones, right? I assume. <laughs> what? Imagine Renee Selweger as Bridget no! Jones, but like in her 60s. <laughs> yes. But she's not in her 60s. I said imagine. Imagine she's like a chain smoker. She like cusses all the time. She's fucking hilarious. So Bridget Jones and Daniel Kaluja. He's the guy from Get Out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, That's a, good a good Michael. It's a good Michael. Yeah. Uh, to play Angela, I've casted Meryl Streep. Mm. Solid choice. And to she play, would get an Oscar for it. Yes. To play the part of Michael, I think I'm gonna go with uh, John Legend. John Legend. <laughs> because it's gonna be a musical. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Thank you. With Meryl Streep? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Married. She can she sing. She is Have a saint. Mamma Mia. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure I'm down with either of these Angela choices. I thought the, the Kathy Come Bates. On. That's like no, the. Oh, it's Renee too easy. As Bridget Jones. I think I have to go with Kristen on this one just because Meryl Streep, I guess, will pull it off. Oh, she will. I, I want to see that. What do you guys think? So it's Meryl Streep and, and John Legend versus. Paula, where, where, where did you land on this, though? Kathy Bates? Angela is Renee Selweger as Bridget Jones in her 60s. And Michael is Danielle Kaluja. He's the guy from Get Out. I like the idea of a musical. Yeah. I like the musical. Okay, so I went with Kristen. Todd, you got to vote. I'm going to go with the musical. Ooh, so Kristen I- wins. You know who's going to do the ending credits? Oh boy. Who's that? Soldier Boy. Yes. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> oh, every movie has to end with like a rap song, a rap song that uh, that summarizes yes. the plot of the movie you just watched. Every movie. By Soldier Boy mm-hmm. or Darcy and Stacey. All right, yeah. I lost. I, I, I knew I was going to lose. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lose. Don't game. pity her. It's really hard. She won't oh. get better. It's no, really no, no, hard. You'll, you'll, you got you'll, you to start thinking about plot lines. It'll open up. All right, next <gasps> next couple. Kalani and Asuelu. Oh, this is heartbreaking. Kalani and Asuelu. Oh, so this bad. so yeah. bad. So essentially, after that extremely awkward dinner, Asuelu goes to visit his sisters and mom uh, to chat, right? And he's giving them the gifts from Samoa or the Samoan convenience store, I should say. Um, and they were talking about the night before, right? And Asuelu's sister is just... Ugh. She clearly doesn't like Kalani, and she's just throwing shit at Kalani, saying that she's the one at fault for Asuelu not giving them money. And it's pretty shitty. And Asuelu actually defends Kalani mm-hmm. and his family. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, to the point that he's just like, you know what, I'm just going to go, because they just keep going about how his responsibilities to his mom and the family, mm-hmm. and it's Kalani's fault and whatever. So he just gets out. He's super bummed. So the day after, they all go with the kids to a goat farm to talk with just Asuelu's mom. And that's when they start chatting. And Asuelu's just trying to explain how they just can't afford it. And there's a homeless camp nearby. And they're pointing at the homeless camp. And he's like, do you see that? That's how we're going to be if I send you money. And he starts sobbing. Um, and the mom is just staring at him, right? He's like, my kids are going to die if I don't pay the bills. And it's... It's really sad. Like, I can't even understand the stress of 
that situation. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep an open mind about Asuelu's family and where they're coming from, like an open mind culturally, internationally, global, whatever you want to say. But it's hard. It is very hard for me to find a way to excuse or justify. It just, it just seems, just seems crappy. It's hard that after he gives a whole speech about why they can't afford it, his kids won't have anything to eat, he's crying, and even after all of that, the mom is like, well, I still want you to send money. Mm-hmm. Kalani's just shocked. She's like, wait, you still expecting him to send money? She's like, yep. <laughs> I. Yes. What was frustrating is like the sister was getting so frustrated and trying to like blame Kalani for all of this shit. And I'm like, no, you're just mad because you can no longer manipulate your brother into giving money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And not because he just doesn't want to, but he physically cannot give you money. And it's like, there's no way mm-hmm. that he doesn't have money. Like, they just don't have this. And what I don't understand, too, is that that sister has been in America. Yes. Yes, exactly. So what they all have even doing? the mom has. Well, they, they, they explain that, like, they assumed that by marrying Kalani, they were going to get more money. That it was Kalani yeah, that was going to supply they do the money. Say that. And that's they were like, we approved because we she's from an American family. So we just thought, oh, they're going to help our family in Samoa. Big mistake. <laughs> Which is reason number a thousand why none of us have children. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many grandparents say things and feel things like this? Like, I can completely understand her being like, I'm really poor and I need help. Like, OK, we can fix like you need help. We can help. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. sending you money so you can send it to your church back right. in Samoa. Come on. Also, she doesn't, I mean, she lives with the other two sisters. Yeah. Uh, they're not rich, but they seem to be doing fine. I mean, I don't know their finances, but. Yeah, it was a pretty nice house. It could be something like, hey, I would really like to be able to FaceTime with the boys like once a week. So could you help me pay my phone bill? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. there's also no like there's no love <laughs> shown no. In, in any of that. I think like they know they don't even really acknowledge the boys mm-hmm. like when they're uh, having dinner or anytime we've seen them. Like usually when you see grandparents or like families getting together, there's like people passing around the kids because they're so happy to be spending time with them. And they know that next time they see them, they're going to be twice as big. And yeah. this is it. But it's just like, where's my money? Yeah, my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Ugh. Is it like a one-time thing payment? A recurring but payment? There's no, man. Enough. It's it's every time. It's anytime you make it's, money, you have to send money. What about her grandkids? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they were not interested in the in the kids at all. And again, maybe they edit it in such a way that they purposely want you. Like, we they want us to not like his family. But- they just were like, hey, where's my money? And it was like, not even. First of all, they didn't even acknowledge yeah. the best of the best <laughs> yeah. feast. I know. Yeah. I know. They went right into the money. And I'm like, can you at least act like you appreciate him going around and buying all this food for y'all? Yeah. It's so rude. And they I keep. Don't, I don't know how any of you guys feel, but like when I go to a food trucks, just they have amazing food, right? Yeah. Like. You, you don't you don't have a sit down place, but usually if a food truck is in business, it's because the food's good. That's why people are mm-hmm. going. So, you know, when you go to a, a trailer park with like a bunch of different food options, that's the shitty part. You got to pick. You got to choose one. Asuelu went and ordered from yeah. all of them. Right. It's my dream. Smart. Yeah. 
my ideal dinner. That's the yep. goal. That's the that's the only goal I have of this company. That one day we'll make enough money to go to a food trailer park and order low, something from it. Or just low, say low. best of the best, and they all just know what to do. <laughs> yeah, but then like the family, they kind of keep blaming it on culture, right? They're like, that's how it's done in Samoa. But at one point, is it a cultural thing? And at one point, is it just you're being rude? Yep. And like selfish, cold. Also, they need to practice their uh, sales tactics. You know, like let's have a little bit of a strategy if we're trying sure. to like get people to give us money. Like, you know, think of the uh, what are those things like? Drop your business card into the fishbowl and want a free lunch, and then you're like, <laughs> oh my god, free lunch for my all my friends. And then you go and it's like, yeah, you're gonna sit through this hour long spiel about like a timeshare in, in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> Congratulations! How was your lunch? Also, you're capped at twelve ninety nine per person, and I won't pay for your soft drinks. Uh, so it's like there's always some kind of pitch at the end of it. You gotta like sell people on it, you know. And there's no sale. It's just like, give me money now. At least like pretend to like the kids, or do like a Ask. what is it like the compliment, the feedback sandwich, right? Something nice, yeah. something critical, yeah. and end with or something maybe, nice. Or here's here's another tip. Maybe they could have taken the family to the best of the best dinner. And then at the end of it, they could have said, hey, well, you know, this was the last of all the money that I had. And we spent it on you because we love you so much. But for a just small payment of $1,000 per month for the next 25 years, we will spend time with you going to best of the best dinners like this. How about that? But no. You'll get you you'll get a personalized sweater that <laughs> <laughs> just says "dad" on it. it just says best dad. son, <laughs> Samoa's best son. <laughs> Maybe teach your kids about sex education, and he won't end up with two childrens and a part-time job. That's true, mama. Oh <laughs> Man. But I think this was the most grown up thing we've seen him yes. do so True. far, yeah. right? And it was very like that's that takes a lot of guts to stand mm-hmm. up to your family yeah. like that. That's yeah. terrifying. And he really got it. It reminded me of like a uh, did you guys watch Zoolander? Mm-hmm. When like Derek was finally understanding something and you as the audience were like, Yeah, he's getting it. <laughs> that's how I felt watching Swaylu. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yeah, you go. You you finally understand. <laughs> Buddy. Pobrecito. Mm-hmm. I'm sad for a swellu. No, I'm I'm happy. He 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 gets it. Yeah, but you know, it's like a rude awakening of oh shit, my family just wants my money. Yeah. Well, just like how like he's so defensive when it's Kalani's family and then it's almost kind of like... Well, maybe this will change that, right? Well, no, no, no. It's kind of like, I think he, he doesn't realize how Kalani's family has rubbed off on him and Kalani has rubbed off on him till he's dealing with his parents yeah. and his family. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like, no, like, God, I really care about my my kids yeah. and I know that I need to provide for them. Like, it's, it's kind of interesting because we've always seen him do is push back against the, the Kalani clan. I don't know her last name. Sorry, K Dog. I know you're listening because you're dope. <laughs> By the way, isn't Kalani awesome? Yeah, yeah. dude. Yes. I, oh my god, I wanted to. I wanted to see her throw down. I oh, know. we might next week. Her throw down. Like... Oh man, she's the kind of girl that you're. You and know, it's coming. It's coming. She would knock a bitch out. 
Oh, if yeah, anyone can get word to Kalani, uh, we'd love to have her on and the it, show. You know what? I, I will say that with Asuelu, I do kind of feel like I understand there's a little bit of a conflict because he has spent so much time disliking a lot of Kalani's family. And now he's put in a position of being like, shit, like my family kind of sucks. And realizing that her family isn't that bad because at the end of it, they're still supporting them. They yeah. still help them as much mm-hmm. as they can. You know, and it's never like a trade-off of like, right, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're going to stop supporting you if you don't give us money. And it's like, that's the first thing that his family did as soon as they met. So that's, that's like a, he sees love with them. Yeah. And it's just like a tough, it's a tough thing to have to come to an understanding of and then accepting that too. All right. So it's time for another round of green light. Oh, I want to see who this one. Brandon versus Paula. Okay. So, um, do you guys watch SNL? Yes. What's what is that? Yeah, what is it? Saturday Night Live. So SNL? this person is mo- known more as a dramatic actor, but he has done a little bit of comedy on SNL and in the DC universe. So my casting choice for Asuelu is Jason oh, yeah. Momboa. Okay, because <laughs> like he's doing like comedy now, and it's Pretty like. Good. All his like sketches are like, you know, I'm a big, strong guy, but I'm doing silly stuff. So just imagine Jason Momboa is in the airport doing his dance and stuff. I'd watch that. And Kalani, um, this might seem like a stretch, but she has notoriety right now because of the primaries last year. And she's no longer a congressman. Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, boy. Tulsi Gabbard breaking out of the political sphere and into your living rooms as the movie version of Kalani. So Tulsi Gabbard and Jason Momboa. That's my casting. Okay. And then I guess the father would be Rashiki from the WWF. (laughs) Nice. Because those are all the Samoans that I know of. They're all wrestlers. What about The Rock? Well, that is. The Rock That's was my choice. Sorry. Uh, you're spoiling yeah. it. All right, Paula, what do you got? <laughs> so I have The Rock for a Swellu. Just because, I mean, he needs a little lift. And he would be, The Rock is funny. Mm-hmm. The Rock is so funny. Mm-hmm. So The mm-hmm. Rock is a Swellu. For Kalani, I have Beanie F- Feldstein. You don't know Beanie Feldstein? She's the, gir- the girl from Booksmart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like her. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, awesome. she'd be good. Yeah, with she's the a Rock. That's a big Beanie age Feldstein. difference. And though. then he the sister so is the other girl from Booksmart. The end. That's a good That's one. Interesting. Beanie Feldstein is awesome. Well, she's she's like sassy and funny. Yeah. She has a personality. Other than Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> Her brother is Jonah Hill. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Oh, shut That's up! Insane. I didn't know that. What? Now I see it. And it's it's not even a thing where like. You know, oh, the sibling got you that. She's really She's fun. hilarious, yeah. She's on What We Do in the Shadows. That's right. Kristen Todd, have you guys started That's watching right. What We Do in the Shadows? Oh, yeah. she's the, fa- mm-hmm. oh, she's yeah. the girl she's like who the became the, yeah. the one that go becomes invisible. Yes. Yeah. You know, she's so charming. I'm going to have I'm gonna have to go with Beanie. Yay. Yeah. Okay. That's, okay. that's one for Paula. Also, yeah. Tulsi Gabbard, I just can't. I just can't. I, right, I vote Paula. I mean, points. Oh. Yay. Definitely bonus points, Brandon, for picking a Samoan American. All right, Paula. Mm-hmm. Yay. All right. Next, Paul and Corini. This was a confusing episode <laughs> for them. We don't really know exactly what happened. We just see them. Corini's pissed. She's upset and locked herself in the bathroom. Paul is like, 
knock knock cranny knock knock cranny knock knock cranny you know who he is <laughs> and she won't come out um and apparently she does this every time she's upset she locks herself in the bathroom for five to six hours and because she'd rather be next to the toilet than paul and paul's just like oh this is like a woman thing this is horrible it's like his knowledge of women is based on like 90s stand-up comedy yeah <laughs> like he's like point. oh this is normal it's just hormones it's like Ugh. bro no this isn't this is really bad this is a very serious mental health concern yeah. yeah she's not okay man yeah and so she gets out of the bathroom doesn't talk to him and she just walks out and as she's walking out paul's mom is driving in and karini goes to the mom and she tells her hey i'm really upset it's not you okay and she just walks away mm -hmm. and the mom is like what's happening so they kind of chase after her but she's just not talking to anyone and there's no explanation of What's going on? It almost doesn't seem like Paul's sincere. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like he's showing off for the camera. It's just, I, I don't know, it boggles my mind. Like, Apollo was locked in her room for six hours. I wouldn't be like, tap, 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 tap. Hello. Like, I'd bust that fucking thing down. Yeah. No, She's obviously just, like, really unhappy and depressed. And he is not helping by helping, in quotes. Yeah. His helping isn't helping. His helping is probably some version of like, you know, hey, what what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Why won't you talk to me? Blow like just getting all on her ass about all of this and she just wants to be left alone. Look at chunks. Um isn't there no other room in the tiny home? Isn't it just the bathroom no. and then like a studio space? She has nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's remember. like the way for her to like escape. That's remember so when fair. the train comes by, like it literally shakes. And the whole thing <laughs> shakes. And then outside, where is she going to walk to? It's like a bunch of uh, pipes and stuff, right? It looks like she's in a parking lot. Like they put like the tiny home in the middle of a parking lot is what I like was trying to see. And then yeah. who are the other people living in this neighborhood? Well, if know. it's, I don't know, like I don't know how it is there in, in, in Austin. The tiny home community is also in the, um, it's the same company that does uh, trailers. Mm. Uh, trailer home mm. so okay that's so think of like trailer home or rv like you have the concrete pad and then either a mobile or permanent home right there yeah i don't know but this girl she just breaks it's my not a lot heart. of privacy i keep thinking they're gonna like walk out and run into uh larry and jenny from uh, a few seasons ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Larry, the, the McDonald's manager, who's cashed out his 401k oh to go God. to the Philippines. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe that's in the next episode. Are they still together? I wonder if they're still together. This is just sad. Like, remember Karini, literally, right after she married Paul, she went on a divorce. And then she found out she was pregnant. And he was like, I guess I'm staying yeah. with him. It's so sad. She hates him. She's yeah. not. Happy. She's so alone. She has nobody there, and except I mean, for him, and that's not it, this. This episode also is like a very harsh reminder of like you're not seeing everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going on, and seeing this tells you kind of everything you need to know yeah. about what you don't see. Uh, to me personally, and I think it's absolutely awful and really sad. The yeah. happiest that she was in that episode was when. His mom brought her rice and beans. Yeah. 
Like she literally was like, ooh, rice and beans. And then she like remembered where she was and she was like, I'll just, I'll talk to you later. And like, that's, that's kind of sad. And I don't think Paul realizes that. I don't, I think he still is like, oh, she'll, she just needs it. to like, she just gets moody. Oh God. I was, mm. when someone tells you it's, like, it's like he wanted don't to be say moody. She's yeah. Like if someone, if you're pissed and someone says calm, it's like saying something to, like to calm down, relax. Oh man, I'll murder someone. Mm. Mm-mm. Gee, is she? Oh, okay. She's moody. Is it because she lives in uh, one room <laughs> next to train tracks, has no friends, has no way to communicate, and has to listen to a baby scream all day? And the flies. So many oh, flies. flies. Okay. Wow. I guess she's moody, <sighs> right? Yeah. And, and the mom <laughs> completely gets it. Yeah. As soon like she comes yeah. up to the mom and she says, it's not yeah. you. The mom immediately knows, oh, God, it's Paul. Paul. Yeah. She knows the problems, Paul. The, we know she knows the problems, the, Paul. The interaction between the two of them that, for me, just like tells the whole story is flashing back to a few episodes ago when they're at some pharmacy or grocery store or something and he's shopping for tampons and pads because they're on sale. <laughs> and she keeps saying, I don't want them. I don't need them. And he's like, you don't seem to understand they're on sale. And she's like, you don't understand. We don't need any. Like, it's not about how much money you save. It's about how much you don't spend. Yeah. We can spend nothing, not some and save some. Do you not like what? And so she just kind of like gives up and walks away. And then he's like, he's trying to, again, in quotes, help. And really, he just needs to shut up. Mm. Yeah. Like her point is like, no. This is how idiots spend money that they don't need to spend. Yes. Such an idiot. I swear to God, he's such an idiot. If anyone else has anything on uh, the fucking train wreck that is Paul and Carini, not America's Sweethearts, as I was fucking, I was so wrong. I just, I'm just glad she at least has Paul's mom. Yeah. You know? Because she, at the end of the day, Paul's mom understands Paul is just, she's just probably like, this is just not going to work. I thought she'd be able to take Paul off my hands, but I'm stuck mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, and she even she tells Paul, you know, she's like, or no, she tells the camera, like, I get it. She doesn't understand the language. She's by herself with a baby. Paul hasn't gotten a job. She misses her mom and her country. Like, the mom gets it. So I'm glad. I'm glad the mom turned out to be really cool. Is she just popping in, too? Yeah, yeah. She is, right? Like, they didn't Seemed know like she it, was yeah. coming up. I think that's yeah. good. Yeah. She knows. She knows what's up. Like, there's only, I think maybe... You might want to say, like, God, why doesn't she just, you know, save her and bring her to her house yeah. and, like, have the baby yeah. and her? But I don't think it's that simple. Like, we don't know. If, will Paul get, how will he react to that? Yeah. Probably not, he would go not crazy, in a good way. Probably. So maybe yeah. the best thing she can do is just pop over there. Yeah. Like, yeah. unexpectedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to check yeah. how everything's going. Yeah. Okay. The green light. So begins another round of green light. In this round, we have Kristen versus Keisha. The K's. I think they're both one and zero. This is one and zero versus one and zero. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Oh, 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 bold. (laughs) Kristen with the move. All right. So for Karini, I have Gina Rodriguez. Oh, absolute treasure from jane the virgin which is the best show ever as the baby peary Haley joel osmond (laughs) 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 as paul i have casted ryan gosling 
Oh. <laughs> Actually, I can see it. I can see it. It's like a good version of It's pretty huh. good. It's pretty good. For Karini, I picked Zoe Saldana. Because she makes that like angry okay. scowl all the time as Gamora. So I was like, this is totally a Karini face. It's true. Yeah. And then I'm really proud of the one I picked for Paul. Um, I chose Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Ooh. From Star Wars? From Star Wars. That's really good. Why? Because he's a little bitch like, baby and he cries all the time. He is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. And then for Pierre, that I picked really Trunks. <laughs> By the way, I just I just Googled Hayden Christensen just to, just to have a picture up. And... The third result is a YouTube video called 10 Minutes of Hayden Christensen Crying. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Todd, you got to vote. Who are you voting for? I got to go with Quiche because Hayden Christensen is just perfect as like a whiny, dysfunctional, <laughs> yes. annoying, really hard to look at guy. <laughs> All right. All right, Paula, who are you picking? They're both so good. I love the Haley Joel Osment as the baby. <laughs> yeah. should be the baby we should merge. Day. Guys, he's good. really funny as an adult. Have you guys seen Future Man? Yeah, he's good. It's he's good in Future Man. Uh, oh, you watch Future Man? Yeah, I see. You're Man. the only one I know that watches Future Man. We should catch up on Future we Man. We should. Let's talk. Point. We should have a whole podcast just about Future yeah, Man. Yeah, do a, a podcast about Future Man. I gotta go with Kristen because of the baby. <laughs> it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. So it's up to me. I gotta say. All of the whiny bitch moments in um, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> it, it has to be Haley. J- or it has to. Sorry, it has to be. Uh, Hayden Christensen. It has to be Hayden Christensen. So I go with Keisha. So Keisha wins Woo! this round. Woo, good job. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, congratulations. It's okay. It's okay. All right, our last couple. Are you guys liking this uh, this game? I like it. This is a fun game. Yeah, I like it. I just got a. Uh, private message from mrs rls and she says uh <laughs> not true Haley joel osment is not a baby <laughs> <laughs> thank you miss uh rl stein for uh, <laughs> keeping us honest it's very sorry so um so before today the only negative reviews i had were 90 days 4a um, but I got our first negative review for our uh, our other podcast about how being 30 sucks. And like literally the only comment was love the show would be so much better without Brandon. That's so good. Sorry, babe. How many stars? One star. Of course. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as two or three or four. It's either one it's or five, one or five. <laughs> which is so why all rude. reviews should just be thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, yeah, That's I how it should them. be. All right. Last couple. Last couple. Tanya and Sinjin. Oh. I've never seen Sinjin this happen. <gasps> right? Yeah. He seemed. He and his friends seemed like a lot of fun. His friends are amazing. I would mm-hmm. love to hang out with them. That looks. I know. I can't believe he left them. Like that would like that alone. I would be like, "There's no way I'm ever leaving this country. Like unless these guys come with me, no way." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the like thing. Maybe he'll fun. come back, but they'll bring the best friend, the <gasps> one that called him fat as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so honest. Yeah, they're making fun of his weight. One of them has a true hipster stash, and they're just like they're literally cheering and dancing and jumping and singing and. 
they just seem to have an awesome relationship. What was up with the other dude who was like when 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 Sinjin was like, yeah, we had really good sex. And there was that random guy that was like, I know I was there. What? Well, they were roommates. Yeah, he, he, heard, heard it. he heard it. Yeah, they talk say. about how Tanya moved in with their, they were all roommates and Tanya moved so in with awkward. them. Why would you ever verbalize that? Like guys don't say that. I feel Todd, like guys joke about that, don't they? I no, I would never. Brandon, you would one hundred percent say yes. You I would heard say it. that. No, you'd even make yes, that the would. hand clapping sound to it. Sounds like they're doing it. God, I thought it was interesting <laughs> that ninety day the the producers put in like a good amount about Sinjin judging the United States Mm -hmm. as just like kind of a shitty place to be right now. Mm -hmm. We talked about how this show's political. I mean, the the thing that, you know, documentaries can do that is opinionated is they can include or remove something. And I think the fact that they included this conversation is is saying something to an audience that is probably not ready for them to say much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, this is this is a rare couple where somebody's just saying like I don't really care. Like I don't really care about the United States. I'm not really enjoying it all that much. I would actually much yeah. rather just be back where I'm from. Yeah. And genuinely so. It's not like out of frustration. It's just like, I would actually just much rather be in South Africa. I love this place. I don't really love it in the US. I think it's important for people to hear that. Not everybody wants to be here. Mm-hmm. He had a good thing going. And I mean, he even explains how I fell in lust. The sex was good. We were having some good conversations. And he's like, and now I'm married. Yeah. Because yeah. he had to get married in 90 days. He kept emphasizing right. that. Like, we had to. I mean, yeah. His buddy, they that was a th- they had a three way, right? No, they were no. just roommates. No, I think well, that was a uh, he wasn't maybe literally they did. there. Maybe they did. He maybe. was like, I was there. We, I think we, they we. couldn't stand her the way they were. Uh, yeah. They were talking yeah. about no, her. Clearly, they couldn't. I think Not that that fan. was hell for them. They were. Yeah. They were. Yeah, they clearly couldn't. One of them even explains. He's like, you know, there were three bros living together and then comes this random girl and she's telling us what we have to do, how we have to behave yeah, and how we have to live in our country. I can totally imagine her trying to control everything and like, yeah, that sucks. Complaining. He said something that was interesting and it was like fell in lust or whatever. Sex was great. Conversation was okay. And then we, (laughs) we had to get married. Now I'm wondering if I want to be committed in this relationship. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you're way late. Like, sorry, man. Like that that ship has sailed. You're in this, and I don't know if I don't actually. I mean, I I like. I'm glad he got to go home and see his family. I don't know if it was the best time for him to do that, especially with how unsure everyone has been in that relationship. And he even says too what we all are thinking every time we watch the show, every season. Ninety days isn't really enough time. Yeah. And no, you don't yep. you you don't have to get married to somebody within ninety days. Like if you weren't feeling confident about that relationship, man, don't yeah. do it. Or if you're still married. Yeah. It's just sad. It's sad yeah. that he's he's uh pouring his heart out to these guys and uh he's obviously miserable. I mean physically, like the transformation he has gone through, like they sh- when they showed that picture of him. Like I before. didn't realize how bad it was. He was hot. Oh, my God. He was in great shape. He looked so happy. And then, I mean, 
there's something to be said about mm-hmm. he's clearly Myself. like miserable he's probably super bored mm. and it's cold it's cold all the time in massachusetts he's bored no friends so he's like i'm gonna go buy two pizzas and then drink all two the time for one pizzas and drink <laughs> and do nothing in the way i got a job interview better drink two guinnesses in a <laughs> shot and the way they they uh describe her like living with them like she kind of just like sucks the fun out of the room <laughs> that she's in yeah 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 it sucks that, that's really the the demonstration you get and it's i mean if these are his best friends these are her best friends but i mean if he tells the camera crew to come out here he knows what these guys are gonna say yeah, he's not hanging out with his married buddies that are like, yeah, you know, relationships, marriages are hard. You got to yeah. keep working at it. He's with these like single bros that remember when this girl came in and like ruined all their fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still think Sinjin is trying to set up a safe exit because I I don't think he's going back to the United States. Mm-hmm. I think he's staying in South Africa. I think he might. Like we've said, they just seem like really annoyed with each other all the time. Yeah, and when. When Tanya isn't with him and she has the opportunity to talk openly about their relationship, she's always crying. Yeah. So that's a lot of pent up stuff that like she doesn't have anyone else to really talk to. You can see it in her face. Like she has to hold back tears anytime she has everyone asks her like, how are you and Sinjin doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It goes both ways. Like he's she's holding him back from having fun and he is holding her back from because she has to babysit him from like drinking too much. So, yeah, it's yeah. not a good match. And they, they haven't really had an opportunity to just, like, be themselves together for an extended period of time because they had this, mm-hmm. like, lust bubble thing, right, in South Africa. Mm-hmm. He goes over to the United States. They have 90 days. Well, he's there for 30. And then she takes off for 30 days to go do an herbalist class in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Right was that in the before middle. or after she told him he was not uh, her soulmate? The soulmate. I think that was before. Good grief. Yeah, and then she comes back for another third day. They got to get married. There's the whole you're not my soulmate thing. And then like it seems like not that long after she's in this terrible car accident mm-hmm. and now he's a caretaker and they just haven't been like there hasn't been like an extended normal period for them to actually figure out if they want to be together. Yeah. It's tough because I feel like I want to judge this as like a relationship, like they're dating. It's not. It's not. He made the commitment. He did. He said, I do. Like, that is a huge deal. So it's like, God, you really fucked up if you were having all of these second thoughts. Yep. They should have moved into the shed before they got married. That's right. Yes. (laughs) There you go. But hey, you know. Figured out like, you know, who was going to do what dishes and. It's too late, though, and and as Sinjin says, no ifs, buts, or coconuts. You know what? <laughs> they have Great they quote. have signed themselves up for just a lifetime of uh, punishment scrambles for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day forever. You don't have to. Ew. Every day, can you imagine? That's hell. Eggs and broccoli. That has to be. Oh mm. my! Do you guys remember though? Like this is seem this seems like the furthest from the couple last season who Tanya was like obsessed with smelling his armpits. Like I cannot see Ew. them. Be- remember that when they didn't see each other for a while and he came to the states. Like the first thing she did was she kept smelling his armpits because she loves the way they smell. I completely forgot about that. Oh, oh. yeah. 
I don't remember that, but I actually admire that because sometimes I smell my armpits and I'm like, I smell like a man. I bet Paula wants to smell this. (laughs) And I'll go to her and I'll be like, smell me, smell me. And she refuses. I do the same thing to Todd. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I smell like a man. You have to smell (laughs) Submit, submit. (laughs) That's what it's like. Hey, Brandon, do you want to play a round of green light? I would love to play a round of green light. We need a a theme song. Put it in post. (laughs) All right, I'll put it in post. Green light, it's the green light. It's the green light. Baby, I will green light for you. Anything you want, I will green light for you. There <laughs> it is. Hey, hey, Brandon. Go to our Brandon. shitty audio stock website and see if they have anything under green light. Haley Joel Osment as a baby, I will die for you. <laughs> Amazing. It's you boys. Yeah. Hey, Brandon. Uh, hey, whoa, whoa. It's you, me. Yeah, yeah. You go first. You go first. Ooh. All right, I'll go first. Challenge. All right, so well, who do we have here? We have uh, Tanya and Sinjin. All right, so for Tanya, I figure you need somebody who's likable because Tanya's not likable and it's a movie. You have to have people like the uh, the main character and you have to have somebody willing to like call Sinjin out on his shit. So I'm saying Zendaya from Spider-Man, Disney. Like yeah, uh, HBO's whatever. That she's in euphoria. euphoria. That's it. Yeah. And for Sinjin, hmm. um, so he's not South African. He's Australian, but Chris, ha- Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Thor. Fat, I but he fat has the Thor. comedic chops. Yeah, fat Thor. Okay. He has the comedic chops, but he can also be like super silly. That's a good pairing. That is pretty good. good. Yeah, I'd watch that, right? Yeah. Zendaya's That's great. really good. Chris Hemsworth. Hem- is Hemsworth handsome. is a good call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you and I may have right. t- taken a similar tact. So I, I was going for like, what do you call this? It's it's not quite like a, a romance. It's just sort of like a steamy semi-comedy. So I, I went with uh, Tanya is played by Jessica Alba. Ooh. And Sinjin okay. is Ewan McGregor. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the That's friends, good. the friends for, for comedic relief, Trevor Noah Oh, <laughs> He's South African. And either Jude Law or Daniel Day Lewis from Gangs of New York. <laughs> Those are better. Those are better. I for the friend, I was thinking Steve Zahn. You know, the like <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, yeah. I vote for Todd. Mm-hmm. Todd I thought yeah, that's a good one. I thought you were gonna cast as Tanya Louis Anderson in a wig. Like <laughs> no, Louis Anderson in a wig. That's Angela. Ooh. <laughs> you know, well, mm, that's. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Louis Anderson in a wig is actually really good. Oh She's such a buzzkill. You've seen Baskets, right? Oh, oh this God. is you. It, this He's would make amazing. so much more sense yes. if you've seen Baskets. No, I haven't seen no, Baskets. No, we haven't seen Baskets. Oh, it is. I've seen okay. Louis Anderson in really Family good. Stop Feud recording this podcast right now. Open up Hulu. So uh, Louis Anderson plays Zach Galifianakis's mom. <laughs> oh, really? And he, it's so He's incredible. Good. It's like no, genuinely I've seen Louis good. Anderson in drag. I didn't know what it was for. Oh, he's so good. It, That's what it's for. Okay. All right, everybody needs to vote. Oh, right. Um, vote. I vote for you, Brandon. Thanks. Ooh. I vote Todd. Oh, mm. no. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I vote Todd. Yeah, oh, good job, Todd. <laughs> what do I think Chris Chris Hemsworth would have? Uh, Chris Hemsworth is solid. I feel like he would have saved the movie. Yeah, you know, because he's, I, he's so I do likeable. like Chris Hemsworth. Thor three was great. The thing is, though, I think that that what put mine just a little over the top was it. It's Daniel Day Lewis from Gangs of New York. It's That's pretty That's good. What, That's what got me. On that note, Ninety Day dropped a new show, so I didn't see it. But for those of you guys who did watch it, what do you think of the Silver Lining? <laughs> Thank you for calling it by its proper name. Yes. Um, I thought it was a, a solid first episode you have your twin shenanigans you have your jealousy of each other the passive aggressive comments that i love so many darcy is fucking dying because stacy's bringing her fiance and she's single she's dying she cannot handle it i love it Kristen, you were the most excited for this show how did it meet your expectations um, I like it. It's like a extended version of, I mean, it's essentially its own season of 90 Day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because, Brandon, so Stacy, the other twin, she's engaged to Florian. And, yeah, I remember. Okay, you remember. Well, now Florian got approved with a K-1 visa, so he's coming in to the U.S. to marry Stacy in 90 Day. But something we're, we're getting because they have, because yeah. the season is dedicated to only two people. Is we're getting a backstory, mm-hmm. like what was their childhood yeah. like? So they interviewed their dad. I thought mm-hmm. that was really interesting. By the way, did you see the photos of how they looked like in high school? They were yeah. very different. Yeah, looking. like we all look yeah. different, but you know, there's somewhat the shell of you in there. No, this is a completely different. Per- like definitely, yeah, everything was. So different. it all comes down yeah. to yeah. they were not popular. Didn't have a lot of attention mm-hmm. yep. from guys, so they took matters into their own hands and they changed that. Do you feel like this is your arc, Kristen? Like do you feel like you this is your future that you're looking at and you're watching? <laughs> How? So when Todd's fiance Florian comes back because like I'm editing. So truth truth be told, I'm I'm a bit behind and so I'm editing today uh, our episode from last week and I I just so much of it was Kristen's battle with the Ouija board <laughs> to figure out when she was going to get laid. I think that, uh, yeah. I'd, I, so it's in, it's fresh in my mind right now. That's why I, I might asking. tweet at them or like buy a cameo just to ask them if they <laughs> had a Ouija board and if they tried asking it <laughs> for, you know, answers to some of those questions. But maybe they did. And, and it said, you know, lip filler, very like slowly spelled out lip filler. Botox, you know, like as a 12 year old, that would have been like really confusing to see. But yeah, Todd, what did you what did you think of the premiere of Silver Silver Lining? I really appreciated the backstory. It provided a good bit of explanation as to like why. (laughs) So that that was that was helpful. Uh, In addition to that, though, there was a moment with the dad where he's explaining, you know, growing up. They being twins, there was a strong emphasis on like making sure everything is like equal and fair. I have sisters who are twins. And so I I remember that kind of being a recurrent, like everything has to be twice has to be, you know, pretty identical. But like there was definitely a point in in their development into adults and, and people where that just wasn't really the case anymore. Where like 
they just clearly were different people and they do different things. And something about maybe like Darcy and Stacy not having a lot of friends and having to like stick together, that they are they are literally sisters and twins at that and each other's best friends and maybe only friends. Uh, it, it, it explains a lot and it's and it's difficult to hear. Mm-hmm. But then like the dad's experience of, OK, all of that and everything has to be the same between the two of them. And on top of it, Darcy tends to be a little more strict about that policy. Yeah. Like Stacy can kind of let things go. But Darcy is definitely like, I want things to be the same. I want things to be equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the look on the dad's face <laughs> of just exhaustion (laughs) he's so tired he's so tired he's had a whole life of this right and like they're still at it they're still at it oh my god and you could just tell he's like i love my kids and like they're grown they're well grown up you know they darcy has kids of her own he's a grandfather but still it's just like i feel like that's (sighs) part of like every set of twins i've known like i feel like that's part of them like just being out in the world, they deal with people like kids growing up constantly being like, she's prettier. <laughs> like she's the pretty one or like he's the more, he's good at yeah, sports. Why are you time. so bad at sports? Like it's always that like, why is your nose so big? And this is like, they, oh, they deal yeah. with that all the time. Cause it's just like, you're putting two copies together and you're comparing like, which one's different. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's pick it apart. Mm-hmm. It sucks. But it, yeah. I think that, Probably for most sets of twins, it makes them, they get used to it and they're just like, haha, people are super annoying to us and we're different people, whatever. Yeah. The scene where they, they're having dinner and they start singing and rapping their song. Yes. And the parents are just looking at each other like, oh, again, so exhausted. And the just- daughters, even Darcy's daughters, one of them, her face is like stone serious. She's just like. <laughs> Again, I love oh the daughters so much. I still remember when they met Jesse, and like the youngest <laughs> daughter was like, like Gaga over him. Like, yeah, hi. Please tell me Jesse's <laughs> going to come back for this show. He has God. to. Please, oh, I hope he has so. to. Well, yes. according to the the like on this season of Darcy and Stacy, uh, Darcy meets a new foreign, very muscular, very young man. So we'll see. I mean, that's important to add the muscular part. I was annoyed that Tom made an appearance on this episode. No more like, Tom. Oh, We're good. We're good with Tom. He's the worst. Yeah. Um. So I didn't hate their song. I'll be honest. I thought, <laughs> thought, it was kind of a, thought it was kind of a banger. I'll be honest. <laughs> the Silver Twin song? What? Yeah, it, Are you serious? Had, well, the best was like, I have. I always have my captions on when I watch TV. It's just like a habit that I have now. But they actually had the lyrics on there. And I was like reading the lyrics. And I'm like, this is pretty good. <laughs> I think one of the biggest surprises for me was when they went down the laundry list of everything that Florian can't do. And I was like, was this guy always this useless? Like he can't drive, he can't I work. Know. I Why like, can't he what? drive and work? He doesn't know how to drive. He's never held held a steady job. He lives with his parents. What he is can the barely point of speak. Him? I thought he was the good one. He That's can barely I... speak English. Oh my god! I thought. I thought. What's What's the other one? Stacy. That's yeah. yeah. I thought Stacy and Florian had figured it out. I thought they were like the the. Oh gosh! What no. hope? And then Brandon, you, you you missed the end of it. The last part, the last thing they show in the episode is like apparently there was a picture of Florian on the bed with some other woman. Mm-hmm. 
and it was posted Oof. on the internet like she had posted it on that on the the girl posted it on her social channels and like obviously Darcy and Stacy found it and Stacy was like no it's it was just a weird night that's <laughs> 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 not what you think and Darcy who's the most like non-logical person is like are you fucking kidding me right now <laughs> yeah he's literally naked in her bed and you're like no yeah. Oh, silly. Maybe Flory. they have rules. <laughs> no, man. Paul and I have rules. We get it. <laughs> what? So funny story. Paula, what? <laughs> when we moved into this neighborhood that we currently live in, that's how we met Todd and Kristen. They were our neighbors uh, on our street. And this was our first house. We didn't know the rules and how it went. Paula was like, okay, I heard. That if someone has a flamingo on their front lawn, it means they're swingers. (laughs) So we're like, oh shit, who has flamingos? And we're like, oh my God, Todd and Kristen have flamingos in their front lawn. Are they swingers? (laughs) No, we just think it's funny to have flamingos in our yard. It is funny. There's no symbolism. They're swinger booby traps. They're meant to lure other swingers in. I have never heard that before. I don't remember where I heard it, but yeah, someone told me that. Well, that's it, everyone. Another episode of 90 Day Soiree. Hey, what did everybody learn this week? I don't know if it's really a lesson so much as... uh... Give me the money. (laughs) (laughs) Keish, how about you? What did you learn? Well, I've learned that I really need to get to a a food or a food truck stand somewhere and just say best of the best and see what happens. (laughs) We'll do that at the next company lunch. We should do it. Yeah. Well, whenever this pandemic's over, we'll do a company lunch. Olive Garden. Yeah. Give me the best of the best. (laughs) No. I I just called the tour of Italy, (laughs) ma'am. So we should do it, but you can't you can't say any other word. You just gotta go up to the front and just say best of the best. Best of the best. (laughs) Best of the best. Uh, But we'll have it. Best of the best. (laughs) Paula, how about you? What did you What did you learn this week? I learned what to make for breakfast for Brandon whenever we get in a fight <laughs> the next morning. Well, I learned all about ifs, buts, and coconuts. And yes. I think that's all I need. That's all I need to keep me going another week. Well, thank you, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.